Hey everybody, welcome to Ask Gucci. All premiering on Twitch on the uh, the Gucciverse channel. How are you guys doing out there? Hope that you guys are all right. It's been a very long Wednesday heading into Thursday. Well, it's now Thursday here for me, but I'm glad you guys can join us on the Gucciverse channel. We ventured the Gucciverse. Gucci, how you I doing, buddy? Bro, it's been a Gucci kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it always usually is. But today, even more than ever. I mean, clearly. Did something know. happen today? Oh, yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. The homeboy, uh, Andrew DiMolata. Every, I think everybody saw what he did today. Um, you know, when you, with that kind of match, you, I, you, there, I was the most excited I've been for a match in a long time. And boy, did he deliver. Boy, did he deliver. It's my days. My days have been made. Well, Gucci, we're, we're here as always with uh, another player that you used to have in, a, in another faction a long, long time ago, Mr. JTE. There he is. What's up? Back. Always a pleasure. Off a little hiatus. Guy. The world crumbled. It was yeah. rebuilt to a better <laughs> utopia. Yeah. We, we're back, and uh, I'm excited to get back to answer some questions. You know, just get my two cents. And hearing, mm -hmm. of course, what Gucci has to say. And... It's for us all to learn, really, because that's what we're here to do. We're here to learn. We're here to spread that truth serum, because the true. world the world needs truth serum. But yep. um, but look, we we would be remorse if we did not bring in um, another another person, a good friend of mine, a good friend of the show, a good friend of the Call to Action podcast, a member of the Call to Action podcast, actually, someone who really got me into this uh, the space, and and you know, and you love her out there in the world. And that's uh, Miss Mrs. Kelsey Kins. Hi, thank you so much for having me, guys. I'm super excited to be here. It's gonna be an amazing show. It'll be fun. I like I like what Kelsey's bringing to the table. I like her background. She's got a bunch of stuff going on. It's uh, pretty fantastic. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be a wild one. You know, we've we've been scouring the earth to try to find the right person, and 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 something just clicked. It was just like she's been right here the entire time. Mm -hmm. She's been right here the entire time, just looking <laughs> glorious, Mrs. Mrs. Harley Quinn is. You know, if you if you follow her, you you understand that reference, but. <laughs> but uh but no today was like today was intense gucci like i said you know yeah. we, we have to talk about it because obviously it happened yeah for sure Demolanta. bro <laughs> when i talked to Demolanta. christian uh earlier in the day he's like you your boy ready i go Pfft. i go i've never seen anybody more ready in my whole entire life he's like well he's playing one of the best i go yeah well he's one of the best i was like you'll see what happens and uh, like I said, nothing against Scrimshaw. I mean, the guy, I mean, they both went perfect. That was a championship level match. There's no question about that. Um, just unbelievable stuff. Uh, blow for blow. Not, not one of those guys flinched for almost, what, what is it, 18 or 19 questions. And then um, obviously there's no, this, is, this isn't no spoiler because it was, it was, it was live. Um, you know, we saw it. When uh, and Andrew is such a guy, he's a big. He, he was studying quotes constantly, and he realized that everybody's weakness, uh, other than you know maybe Damon, were quotes. So finally, one came up at the end, and you know Scrimshaw he he stumbled, and uh, next thing you know, we we challenged it rightfully so. I saw it in his face, and boom, took home the victory. You know, and it was much needed for the exchange and. Like I said, it's, uh, I think it's one of the biggest uh, exchange victories this year, if not the biggest. 
you know, giving the state of affairs that are going on right now uh, to get those kind of points there. And this guy, I mean, I don't know if anybody can beat him on this. Uh, I mean, he's, he's that hot. His goal, when he told me earlier, he's like, he wants to go through this whole tournament without missing one question. And if he could do something like that, you know, you're, you're talking, you're talking player of the year type status if you can do something like that. So we'll see how that parlays. Uh, I believe him though. After I saw it today, I was like, I mean, I knew it was going to be a tough beat, but after I saw that, I'm like, wow. Yeah. He may do that. So we're super excited at the exchange, you know, can I say something about Tom as a manager? Um, you know, being our manager during the great run to the Patriots, uh-huh. one thing he does to you as a player is he convinces you that you've won before you've won in a lot of ways. And he'll treat you like you already won. Uh, the third uh-huh. time we played top 10, uh, me and Jeff run our way to the, for the match. And Tom's like two hours before the match. He's like, I locked my keys out at Barney's Beanery in Burbank. Can you come help me out? <laughs> me and Jeff get there and we show up and he didn't lock his keys in the car. There was a huge party, like a winning party celebration. We celebrated two hours before we had our match. Facts. And I was like, we haven't won yet. And he's like, <laughs> you already won. And yep. we celebrated yep. for That's two great. hours. That's we amazing. had food, we had drinks. <laughs> then we walked yep. across to where we were shooting the snow down. We beat top 10. We destroyed them that third destroyed time. Destroyed them. It wasn't because even Because we celebrated the victory before the victory. And that's yep. what Tom kind of instills you as a manager unprecedented stuff see that's a lot of things like people like roxy they don't know i do that kind of stuff so it's like it's uh you know when you look at things like that and you instill confidence in your players uh you can become unbeatable at times as long as you listen and that's really all that matters you know and with the finstock exchange this year i wish i had jt in it in it because i'd already have him in matches but um you know yeah we instill winning uh a winning attitude even before you play the game. Hey, that's that's all yeah. facts, man. Speaking of listening, we're always listening to the chat right now, and we see you guys mm-hmm. came in early and hot with the uh, with with the with the Finstock emojis. I love seeing those <laughs> Finstock emojis. Oh, man. those are my favorite. So cool. Yo, that's that's part of the reason why we're doing Twitch now. It's just to look at these emojis, man. I'm not yeah, even gonna lie to you, bro. Yeah. It just makes it happy. So, like, yo, we see we see your parties. Miss Brandy's in the chat. Heather P's in the chat. Ferris, uh, uh-huh. a lot of a lot of Kelsey love. Kelsey. You know, Miss Brandon's in there. She's saying, "What's up?" She gets you a little heart face. Oh, uh, Just, Justin Hamilton, Paul Denuzio. Uh, shout out to the homie Paul Denuzio, member of the um, member of the Finstock Patreon. Big, Paul. Big Mem- boy, member of the Finstock Patreon. <laughs> there we go, guys. Did you guys know there's a Finstock Patreon? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not going to brag or boast about it, but this one might this Patreon here might be uh, one of the best things that I've ever seen. And so we're going to take a little second. We're kind of going to go through it real quick just so you guys know uh, kind of what's, what's in there. So transition a little bit. You see right here on the fifth second edition of Patreon level, there's about five different types uh, types of tiers that you all can uh, subscribe see to. See you, Shook. Uh, you, that you all can subscribe to. Shout out to Shook Knight. Shook Knight's our newest executive member of the Patreon, man. And like I said, mm-hmm. if, you, if you really want to get into a Patreon where you're going to be able to talk uh, one-on-one with a uh, – with 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 an amazing person like you all you, you get this opportunity here with this Patreon like I know that we have tiers where we're talking uh, weekly conversations but uh, weekly Facebook messages I mean not daily Facebook messages obviously you can talk mm-hmm. to the uh, you can talk to the members right now in the Gucci verse you can tell you can ask them Gucci's in there every single day but like especially when you start getting down to this regional director I want to highlight this regional director tier um, 
for sure. This one's like weekly board member meetings before the show. You get to uh, rap, like you get to just pop onto a show whenever you want to, pretty much. But the executive one, in addition, one on one phone call a month with Gucci. Oh, like man. name name another Patreon tier that gives you a one on one phone call with the person that you're subscribing to. Also, it's something called Executive Power, where pretty much you just say, "Hey, Gucci and friends, uh, hey, I know you guys got your show with JTE this week, but um." Don't mind me. I'm going to just pop on, and you get to make that decision. Mm-hmm. You make the decision, not us. Yeah. You just say, hey, yeah. guess what? I'm there, and uh, and you're there. So we we you guys have been very supportive so far for those of you that have joined, and we're looking at, like, Miss Brandy's joined, uh, Ferris. Um, you know, shout-out to AJ Lancaster. Shout-out to uh, Suge Knight for being our director levels right now. Mrs. Brandy, she's, of course, I'm, I'm a correction. They're all executives. Ms. Brandy's a, uh, a director in there. So definitely give that a look. Join. Uh, we, we're really pushing that hard. Guys, we're out here trying to make a living, and, and, and your support helps with that. Your support helps mm-hmm. with that for sure. So please get in there and look at those tiers, and uh, we'll go from there. But Drop a knowledge. Bro, Sir. bro, bro. Uh, Will McLean is in the chat. He was talking about your 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 pre-party party for the pre the celebration, and he said, yo, that's a, <laughs> that's a Jordan-esque move. <laughs> Bro, that's exactly what it is. Paulie D is in there. He's saying that's a Larry Bird style. Uh, also, guys, we do have our Streamlabs open. Streamlabs.com/slash the Gucciverse. Donate uh, ten bucks. We will bring you to the Gucciverse tonight, and uh, you can ask uh, questions yourself. You can correspond to anything that you want to talk about. Normally, we don't talk a lot about the schmodown, but we understand today is a big day, so uh, big things happen today. And ask Gucci those questions yourself about what happened and transpired. Um, and like I said, we'll do our best to try to acknowledge the chat. That's the one thing that we want to get better at is uh, talking to you guys out there. So just let us know what you want to hear. So the first thing I want to see, though, is flood the chat with some more of those fan stock emojis. I don't see enough. I love that. Enough. Never enough. <laughs> I don't see enough. You of love that. that. And uh, while you it's do. My favorite. What, <laughs> yo, dog, it's mine, too. While we do yeah. that, though, we're going to transition to what you guys all came for. This is Ask Gucci. You can submit those questions to Ask Bobby Juice. Uh, ask Bobby Gucci at gmail.com if you want to say. Oh, look at that. Hey, Gucci, look at that. Oh, glorious. Do you see that? Do you see that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get wallpaper. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> Do you see? I can that? make my whole house that. Oh, it's so fucking magnificent. All right, so let's get right down into it, guys. Uh, dear Gucci, what is the Gucci verse, and how can I enter it? Is alcohol the only way? Uh, only is alcohol the only way to get it? I ask because I do not drink, but it seems like a fun place to visit. Oof. Uh, let me tell you something about the Gucci verse. Andrew DeMolanta was in the Gucci verse and I'm, I'm sure he, that he was not drinking. So no, it's definitely not drinking. It's almost like I would equate it to like where you're in a zone, like say like uh, you were saying earlier, Larry, like something like DeMolanta was in like Michael Jordan flu game. You could be, you could sit, be sitting there and hit like 10 shots in a row and you won't even remember taking any of them. Like if you go back when you, it's, I would equate the Gucci verse to a zone, like anything you've done perfectly, you know, uh, whether it's drinking, whether it's smoking, I mean, everything can happen. I mean, you can enter the Gucci verse very quickly while drinking, but I think it's a, it's a, it's a spiritual thing, you know, where you just get somewhere and you don't even know how you got there sometimes. Like I've played before in things like when you're in a match or you're watching like an old Patriot match or things like that. And then next thing you know, the match is over. You're in the Gucci verse, you know, it, it is, it is, it is what, uh, what French is saying here. It's a higher plane of existence. 
that you can enter and exit at will. And that is a perfect <laughs> example of what it is. You know, sometimes you could be in it for like a minute and then out of it the next. It, it, it's hard to stay on that. It's like free to walk about the cabin. You know, if you're sitting there like 30,000 feet in the air and you got a couple of drinks in you and you're sitting next to a hot chick for like a four hour plane ride, you're in the Gucci verse. There's no question about that. Uh, and, but you can take yourself out of it really, really quickly by doing something really dumb, you know. But uh, JTE, how do you feel? Is, it, is that a perfect like kind of assumption of what the Gucci verse is? Yeah, you know, I don't think anybody could fully explain where it is. It's more to, <laughs> with experience in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, I, do, I do agree with like it being a zone. I think and it, that sometimes those zones can be used for good or bad. Uh, I think you could argue OJ's defense team got into the Gucci course <laughs> and ran maybe the greatest defense of anybody yeah. ever, and they pulled it off. Uh, again, it, it's not really so much like it's an ultimate thing for good or bad. It's just something, it's a zone you get into, and it really sometimes is. zones can be good or bad. It's hard to explain. You're 100% right. I, it is. It, it really is interesting stuff. Uh, hey, shout out, shout out to Danny K2286 for the follow. Please, if you guys haven't already hit the uh, heart little thing on there to follow, uh, we're making our way up. Like I said, we just started on this Twitch thing, so we appreciate the follow. And I know you got to go to work in a few hours, but thanks for stopping by. Uh, my bad, Gucci. Keep going. Yeah, get up in there. Kelsey, have, what, what's your definition of the Gucci verse? Or when have you kind of been like entered it? Like say it's just a, it's, it's, it's a new term for a lot of people. It's always been my thing. But, uh, you know, have you ever felt like, just recently where you've been doing something and you're like, Jesus, I just entered the Gucci verse. Uh, most recent thing I could think of is I was actually on Video Chronics uh, trivia competition. I'm uh -huh. not a trivia person. I'm not usually not very good at trivia, but they did a Romeo uh -huh. and Michelle trivia competition and I crushed it. I don't, I think I got one wrong out of 15, 20 questions. And like, I don't even remember the questions. I was just going, I'm like, oh yeah, See? I know that. Oh yeah, I know that. And at the end, I'm like, oh my God, I won by like 10 points. That's amazing. <laughs> That you were Gucci first. I was going. Yeah, that's what it, that's what it takes sometimes. <laughs> hey, a French Tar 96 is in the chat. He says, JTE owes his career to his trial being held in the Gucci verse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was that was an unbelievable moment. Uh, still one of the, the highlights of my Schmodown career. And yes, I was full Gucci verse at that point. It was, I just came in with that. Once I put that wig on, I knew it was a wrap. You know, and, and once I walked in and people started laughing, it was, it, I didn't have to say anything and it, and it was pretty much over. And that's like that, that's that next level of Gucci verse. Cause then you're there without saying a word and you already won, you know? But then when you say stuff, it just beats people over the head. And you just, they're, you don't, they don't even know whether they're coming or going. That thing was over once I walked in that door. There's no question about that. Mm. Uh, Paul, Paul Denuzio is asking Kelsey right now in the chat is how many white claws does it take? Uh, for most people, probably five, me, two or three. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I'm a, I would, I would I'm a thought, lightweight. I would have thought more. <laughs> yeah. Well, big lightweight. You, okay. You, you know, okay. the other night when we were uh, doing the Late Night with Gucci and Kaiser show, uh -huh. um, I, I, I think that when we hit, uh, you asked me a question about do I wipe my ass sitting down or standing up? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I replied with booty juice. I don't remember what transpired to, for me to start yelling out booty juice but it was quite evident that i was about nine bourbons deep and in the gucci verse. and i was i was so far locked into the gucci verse i didn't get out of it for about two days oh man that 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 shit was crazy and we're gonna throw that again either saturday or sunday because oh, i'll be Jesus. ready 
and and and, I, and I'm pretty sure with Justin Hamilton, um, shout out to mm-hmm. Justin Hamilton when 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 he uh, when he downed, <laughs> just when he downed that bottle of tequila, and a quarter of a bottle, a quarter of a bottle, yeah, yeah, a quarter quarter bottle of tequila and that whole bottle of wine. Yeah, uh, that, that was just he just that was just a chaser. The wine was a chaser for him at that point. Yeah, that thing was out of this world, bro. We were on fire. Oh, that, that ran, that ran, man. That, that ran. was some good shit. Like I said, guys, uh, send in those send in those uh, streamlabs questions. We do want to try to get to those as soon as possible. So send those in. Uh, let us know what you guys are thinking about the Gucci verse. Let us know how you guys feel about the Gucci verse. What does it take for you to enter the Gucci verse? Uh, mm-hmm. But and so, next question. Nice, dear Gucci. How do I tell my boyfriend that he has never made me come before? We have oh, been geez. together for one year and he still hasn't. Help. Wow. Okay, this is a good one. This is this is my. Some of y'all need to listen to this one. This is my forte here. Um, <laughs> you know the average the average woman uh, doesn't orgasm until the age of twenty. So basically, I mean, and, and at the earliest, I think it's like eighteen. Okay. So if you're having sex when you're very young, I think the girl is thinking thinking she's having an orgasm, but she's technically not yet. I mean, maybe she might have inklings of it. You know, it's like when guys, guys obviously, they're blowing loads at 12. And once they hit puberty, I knew a dude who got a girl pregnant. He was like six. I don't know, whatever they're doing. I mean, that's, that's, that's something different, you know. But, I mean, I don't know about getting it ready. But what, what, what I'm saying with girls is it's the average age is 20. It depends how old she is. But I think ultimately if he's not – and she's 35 or whatever, and, and he's not doing it for you, I mean, you gotta, you gotta think about it. I mean, why isn't it happening? You know, Kelsey, I know you're uh, involved in the, in the in the trade, and and do a couple of things here. I mean, what's your opinion on this? Um, first, first of all, one thing people need to keep in mind too, especially women, is you need to be responsible for your own orgasms. I know that sounds like kind of sucky, but it's true. You have to communicate. You have to pay attention to what you actually want. Some women don't even know really what does that for them per se. Mm -hmm. So like look back at past lovers, look back at past solo play and things like that. Figure out what it is that gets you off and then make sure to communicate that. If you're not Mm -hmm. comfortable saying it in a conversation, first of all, stop faking orgasms. It does nobody any good. Yep, that's (laughs) true. And use vocal cues. So if he's not anywhere in the right spot, don't act like he is don't you know you may be in the mood to like okay we're having sex moan and stuff you're supposed to that's encouraging the current thing they're doing so you know wait until they're actually kind of in the right spot then be like oh oh okay and then they're like okay man what i'm doing right now is working pretty good and then they'll keep doing it so i always recommend that first if you don't want to have an actual like one-on-one conversation but if it's still not working at that point you, you need to talk to them and one thing that you can do too, if it, they're like confused by what you want, they want you to do is something I like to call the explorer game where you're like, okay, you're going to just, we'll take turns. One day it will just be me taking care of you. And one day it'll be you just me taking me and you're just going to do things. I'll tell you stuff. You can try things. I'll tell you what I like, what I don't like. And you guys can figure it out. It could be like a game. Like, okay, who can get this person to do this first and things. And I like, I like that idea. I think, I think that's great. I, I think, you know, obviously relationships should be communication. Uh, you know, not just outside the bedroom, but inside it as well. Absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't, if I wasn't turning on a girl, say I was dating some, you know, crazy girl who slept with a thousand fucking men and she just knows what she wants. 
you know, if she's coming out of a bedroom and I'm not in the bedroom and I'm not doing something proper to her, I wouldn't mind if a girl was like, no, 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 you're doing that wrong. This is the way I like it and this is the way I need to get off here. I have no problem with that at all. Now, some men might be like, oh, don't tell me what to do. I'm, I'm missing that. And they might get discouraged, might take them out of it. Me, no. Like, I'm sitting there. I want to pleasure a woman as much as I possibly can. So I'm going to listen to anything she has to say. I mean, she starts whipping out toys, this, that, and the other thing. I'm fine with that. And if and if I still can't do it, then I'm, I, I, I wouldn't be mad if she says, like, look, I, gotta, I can't do this anymore. I mean, that has never technically happened to me before. Um, but... I mean, because I used to make girls orgasm just by touching their nipples or walking by them at a bar. So it's like there's there's ways you can do these things. But yes, I, I don't think any man should be a any woman should be afraid to tell a man. Uh, I mean, at the first night might be a little ridiculous, but I mean, usually you're super drunk and nobody knows what's going on anyway. But I mean, going forward, if it's like, um, you know, uh, a couple of months in and he's just not doing it right for you or vice versa. You know, you got to tell people what you like so they know because not a lot of people, not a lot of people just, you know, are, are great at guessing that way. Mm-hmm. And, and women's bodies are a hell of a lot different, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And also a lot of things people don't know is they, most women think I'm not having a vaginal orgasm. Something's wrong. There's something wrong. There was a study done, I think in like 2009 of a thousand women and only 30% of, 37% of them could only orgasm with clitoral stimulation. That's the only right. way they can do it. 18% yeah. could come vaginally. So I believe Tom ran that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's study? It makes exactly sense. what it is. You know, so, I, knew, like, I you yeah, no, try I, different things. Totally, I get what you're saying. And then it's like, you know, there's something. I knew a girl who had uh, PSA, PA, PSAS. Mm-hmm. It was called persistent sexual arousal syndrome. Okay, this lady would have up to eight hours worth of orgasms a day without mm-hmm. even touching herself. Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> she had to quit her job. She was like running into the bathroom, like all kinds of crazy things. It was like, it's like from an overactive clitoris and a clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings. It's unbelievable stuff. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. surprised women don't have, you know, eight hour orgasms every single day. How sensitive that little thing is. You know what I mean? It's a lot of work. I mean, you guys want to weigh in on that? I, I just want to say, I love Kelsey's answer. Yeah. Women, <clears throat> orgasms are up to you. I, I mm-hmm. mean, I want to get that tattooed on my back. <laughs> I want to get truth, that like though. I want that like Tupac Thug Life on my chest, or just yeah. Uh, as soon yeah, as I, as soon as we turn the lights off, and she's like, "I'm not done," I'm be like, "That's on you." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "You need to know what to do." Yeah. I mean, I mean a lot of, seems a lot like of a personal men, problem to me. Right. A lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot of men are intimidated. A lot of men are intimidated when a girl whips out a dildo to finish herself off. I mean, sometimes you really can't, you know. Sometimes you just beat up and you're like, look, I, I just can't, I can't help you here. I got you to a certain point. And, um, you know, whether it's drunk or just, you know, you, you're coming down from the Gucci verse. Uh, at that point, you know, I wouldn't have a problem. If she's sitting off to the side doing what she needs to do to finish herself off. Or, you know, if you gave her a couple beforehand and you just don't have any more in you, it'd be like, look, I gave you these couple here. I, I can't do anything else. If you want more, you're going to have to deal with somebody else. You know what I mean? I mean the the way I look at it is it's like even even a ver- the, the the greatest surgeons have tools. Yeah, correct. You know, the greatest surgeons totally. have tools. You know, it's just a matter if you want to use them or not. That's going to dictate you know mm-hmm. their, their their response. Um, mm-hmm. Now at the same time, men out there, if you have a very inexperienced woman, you know, or, or also women, if you have a very inexperienced man, like you have to you have to train. It's a perfect opportunity for you to train them. 
it is a training it's a training like you know explore explore with them what it takes for them and also teach them what it what it means for you what would what, what you need um so i think that, that communication is very important I'm like uh, uh, repeating what kelsey said some people just don't some people just don't want to have but i mean at the end of the day brother listen if you yeah. just if if you got if you got a weak dick, bro, you got a weak dick. I mean, that's just what it is. That, that, that's what it comes I mean, down to. And you, you know, it's just like, and it's just like, it, you know, girls just don't. You know, some of them just can't. They don't have. They all don't have persistent sexual arousal syndrome. A lot of girls need to be turned on. And like I was saying, if you're a dude, you know, you could just sit there and you know jerk off in a bush in five seconds and go right back to work. Women, when they want to have orgasms, like they don't just. You know, sometimes they carry a pocket rocket here and there, but I mean nine times out of 10, it's like a four or five hour extravaganza. You know, you call them up, you're like, hey, Kelsey, what are you doing tonight? Uh, nothing, Bobby, I, you, you know, you can't come over. I'm, I got plans, I'm gonna watch a movie. That means she's gonna set up the, she's ordering something to eat, gonna watch a, you know, a sexual movie, go upstairs, light some candles in the bath and take herself to town. You know what I mean? You gotta understand this sometimes. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to say here is, you know, and how I learned doing these kind of things was, I was a boy toy for a little while for a bunch of older women, you know, who didn't really, they weren't ashamed to be like, you're doing this wrong. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And you get thrown around a little bit and then you learn, you learn the game. And I, that's why I say, you know, Kelsey, the communication part, I think is a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, when I bought my 75 inch Samsung QLED TV, <laughs> I wanted to get the best picture quality out of that TV. <laughs> Did I just turn it on and put it on standard and came, came with the picture quality that came out of the box? No, I sat there with the advanced settings. I went through contrast. I went through backlight. I went through every setting until that thing was crisp and perfect. Mm -hmm. Same thing analogy. with the lady. She needs <laughs> to tell me, you just got to hit those dials and hit those buttons until you hit the perfect crisp picture quality. Men are not mind memory. readers. They don't know. You have to show them, let them play around with things and figure it out. Cause you guys Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> Yeah, they cannot Jesus read their minds, Christ. ladies. <laughs> Yo, and, and, and for real too, like, let me say this too. There's nothing wrong with being a power bottom, ladies. That's nothing wrong. Sometimes you got to put in some work. I'm just saying. Some of y'all just be laying on your back, and it's just like, listen, you mad, you mad at me, and you ain't doing shit. Like, I'm not happy either right now. Yeah, of course. If the you girl's laying around a dead fish and you're supposed to make her come, be like, give me a break. You know what I mean? It just don't work that way either. You got to turn a man on so he can turn you on and vice versa. Really? Like 90% of sex is enthusiasm. If you're not acting like you're into it and you're exciting and having fun and participating, then it's not going to do anything for anybody. So right. especially, yeah, don't be a, a dead especially fish. A, especially, especially a woman. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? If, I mean, if, if, a, if you're there and a man's just boring as shit, it's going to be a hell of a lot harder for a woman to get off. Men, like I said, the dick gets hard when the wind blows. It's pretty simple stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? She puts a mouth on it, do, 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 you're finished. But a woman is a lot, it's a more of a, it's a more of a build up. And it's a they, build you know, up. it's you're like doing the earthquake. dishes is foreplay. So it's all over the whole day kind of event is leading up to what comes later. So yeah, exactly. I vacuum naked to get every, you know, to get the, the ladies ready to, ready to roll later on. So, so, so the chat is on fire right now. I kind of want to just read some of these comments that I see yeah. out there. Polly D is out there. He's saying constant, what, constant updates, women, constant updates for sure, yeah. man. French yeah. Tawner is in there. He says, sex is a team sport. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Strange Wayne. Hey, what's up, Strange Wayne? Uh, he, said, he said, uh, weak dick doesn't cheat. She better choose wisely. <laughs> 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 
Shook Knight. He knows, he knows what's up. <laughs> hey, yo, Shook Knight got this one. I heard 75 inches. It was like, damn, JTE, but yeah. then he said TV, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather take it in the TV department. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. No, 75 inches, can't play with Honestly, anybody. most girls would, too. Like, yeah. yeah, they don't want no 75. <laughs> too much. Yeah. Oh, man, I want to address some of these Streamlabs. Uh, once again, guys, you can send in those Streamlabs questions, streamlabs.com slash the Gucci-verse. We answer those questions first and foremost. Uh, the French Tonner. He's asked, Gucci, can you address the rumors that racehorse trainers pay you to jog around the stable to inspire champions? <laughs> that is the truth. That is the truth. I mean, that's where I come, you know, the, I was working with a bunch of Arabian thoroughbreds the other day. So they call me up for promos and I'm like, what better, what better, uh, you know, place to do it and equate champions and horses that we have in our stable than sitting at a, you know, at a horse range. And I've been spending a lot of time there with the thoroughbreds and uh, training them you know, and, and working with horses. Uh, and when you work with like thoroughbred horses, you, you get a scent that they're, they're such a sensual, uh, animal, you know, and I've been, uh, hosing them down and I've been volunteering cause why not? You know, I live across the street from one. It's like, um, in Beverly Hills cop too, in uh, Maxwell dense, uh, oil field when they were training horses back there. I mean, that gave me inspiration to do that as well, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, horses, you could learn a lot from a horse. Trust me. Uh, and you know how they, what they, what they're operating with, and uh, we got a lot in common, you know, horses. You know, let's put it that way. Uh, RB three is my spirit animal. Just follow. Thank you for the follow, my friend. Um, hey, yeah, Gucci, boy. Gucci. Mm-hmm. Guess what? What's up? He's back. Oh uh, no, the homeboy. <laughs> He's back. Oh no. Okay. Okay. He's coming in hot again. He's let's, co- he's, let's let's. Let's see what we got. One second. Uh-oh. Yes. Yes, there he is. Coming in wood background again. Love that shit. How's it going? Okay. Nice. Hey, that, question, that, that earlier question that we just had wasn't about you, right? That wasn't your girl putting that in there, right? No, 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 that was not. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> no, it was not my girl. Good, good. So what's the deal with you, bro? Damn, you always well, I got, I got, I got updates. You always coming out with big shirts on. I like it. Yeah, I like the shirt this this yeah, week. My Wisconsin oh. shirt. I like it. I like it. Go ahead, shoot, dude. What's up? Let us hear it. So, so what? It was two weeks ago. So we weren't on last week. We were at another party. Mm-hmm. Me and this chick. Yeah. And we're like, she 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 said again that she was gonna marry me. So like, kind of weird, but. We're out the whatever. party again. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. She she said something about us getting married again. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. And then she's like, she comes up. She's like, hey, I have a bloody nose. You want to go like go inside with me and help me like fucking clean it up? I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I walked inside because it was like a bonfire. Uh-huh. So I walked in the guy's house with that, and she didn't have a bloody nose. Uh huh. But she gave me the best head of my fucking life in the bathroom. Wow. Like like that night I was in the Gucci verse. Oh yeah, that's true. I was in the Gucci. She was too. She gave you she gave you the old bloody nose trick. Oh yeah. I haven't heard oh, that yeah. one oh, in a yeah. long time. Oh yeah. It's been done before. And you know, that's the thing. Spontaneous blowjobs are the best. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's like I mean, yeah, some of them are great when you know you know you're gonna get one. But if it's like you're just chilling somewhere and a girl like, you know, gives a diversion technique or throws you off the scent of the blowjob, you know, automatically when a girl says something like that, 
I think I'm getting a blowjob anyway. So you're starting to, you know, starting to get like fluffed up a little bit because you know you only have a little bit of time because some jerk off is going to knock on the door, this and that. Somebody's going to be drunk. So you got to be sort of. Oh, yeah, just, just. Yeah. And, and you're going so, for it. She'd be like, even if she has a bloody nose, you're going to be like, maybe I can get a blowjob out of this bloody nose. But she, yeah. she didn't have the bloody nose and gave you she a blowjob anyway. Well, she just she brought That's me like, in the house just to give me a blowjob. Fucking fantastic stuff, dude. That's so, what I'm talking but, about. But, but so we were in the bathroom while this was going on, and apparently, so apparently we forgot to lock the door. Oh, better. So I, as soon as I still naked again. So she wasn't naked this time. Okay. So it wasn't your mom walking in again, was it? No, no, it was it was the kids whose house I was at. His mom really? walked in as soon as I finished on her face. Oh Jesus Christ, that is fantastic stuff, dude. I mean, it's a lot, but uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you just keep putting her predicaments for uh, people's mean, moms to see her. Some people I know. pay extra for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're these getting are it for free. Bro, fantastic. I, I, I see stuff. a pattern happening here. I think she wants to get caught, and it's yeah. part of the thrill. Yeah. Like, not yes. only not only was at first maybe it was just let's do it. We're not supposed to do it. Now it's like I want someone to interrupt. And be like, oh so, so no! Then, I agree. You got so a good we, one on your hands. We, we were we were at my best friend's house. So the next day he goes, so what happened in the bathroom? And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, my homie, she saw you and Kayla in the bathroom, and there was something on Kayla's face. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh boy. So so yeah, she I told mean... her so she told her son that what happened. <laughs> oh man, that's that's amazing stuff. I mean, unbelievable. Once again, yeah, I, I I figured you guys would get a kick yeah. out of that one. I mean, yeah, I don't know what's next. What's going to happen next? Who's whose mom's going to walk in next? I'll tell you what. Knows, there's a over. there's a party this weekend, so. Bro, uh, yeah. I mean, let let us know, dude. Thanks for the update. Oh, I will. Always, we always appreciate it from you. Great call. Oh, yeah. Are the usual. You know, keep doing your thing, and let's see who uh, sees your girlfriend doing something uh, illicit next week. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Perfect, bud. <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, man. You got it. And... <laughs> I'm okay. waiting for this guy to go next level. Like, I'm talking like parachuting during a Holyfield fight <laughs> while having sex <laughs> level of like voyeurism. <laughs> They're just going to take it to another level. It's going to be insane. He needs to have this girl on with him next week when he calls. That's yeah, I, that, that's that's what I need. I need I need her here to to kind of give me the other side of the stories. But yeah. I'll, I'll say this: I think that her and her ability to want to get caught on the time is exactly how she likes to enter the Gucci first. Yes, correct. You know, that that thrill of like yeah. someone's going to see this load just un just on my face. Yes, you know, and he's got and he's got something there that if a girl is willing to take that chance on a consistent basis, he could introduce a lot of really fun things into the relationship, you know, cause she looks like she's almost down for anything, which is, uh, you know, few and far between nowadays, unfortunately. Mm. <clears throat> so yeah, that was, that was one of our, uh, that was one of our good friends. He's been coming in uh, every single week, but he always comes in through the stream labs. He likes to, he likes to ask Gucci his questions through stream labs, uh, personally. So you can do that. By uh, just sending a little, sending in a little donation, and we and we got mm-hmm. you. So, yep. uh, yeah, man. So, th- with that being said, you ready for the next question? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, cool. Uh, so, dear Gucci, 
How do I go about asking my girlfriend to have a threesome with her and another girl? I love her a lot. I just think that it would be really fun. There's a lot of men out there probably asking this question. Yeah, easy. I mean, the simple answer is cocaine. I mean, that's a, that's the answer to a <laughs> lot of different things here. You know, I mean, that's the easy one. Uh, but, uh, I mean, well, or just, you know, fake a bloody nose and, you know, whatever. Uh, but, you know, that girl, that girl, he could ask that girl for a threesome right now and she'd be in without any qualms. I mean, you got to know who you're dealing with, I think, for the most part, you know, I, when I introduce these kind of things, I like to speak in hypotheticals mm -hmm. with a girl, even if, you know, if I know she's like on the fence or not even nowhere near the subject, I'd be like, hypothetically speaking, if I wanted to, you know, have sex with this girl or that girl or the hot Asian over there, you know, would you be, in, would you be, you know, hypothetically, and you know, would you like that, you know, or would you be into that? Because when you throw the word hypothetically over something, it's just a hypothetical question. Now, they know what you mean, but you can't really get hemmed up too much because you throw the word hypothet hypothetical in it. You know what I mean? And never, ever ask a girl sober if she wants to have a threesome. She's got to be at least a little, a little, a feeling. If she's in the Gucci verse, you may be able to ask her anything she wants. But I think. Ultimately, better get a little loose. Have a nice dinner. Like, do something that's totally. If you guys are watching like Titanic, don't be like, "Hey, what about a threesome?" If it's like a, if it's like something like Eyes Wide Shut, you you got to play the moment properly. You know what I'm saying, Kelsey? What do you think? All right, here's my opinion. First thing, I feel like if you're gonna ask a girl to do a threesome with you, it needs to be a slow build. Don't just whip it out of conversation one day. First, I think it's the best way is kind of dabble in asking her about her sexuality more women are on the more like bisexual spectrum than you would think mm -hmm. so kind of test the waters there if she's already kind of you know watching lesbian porn and things she's curious she's interested you're already kind of got a head start there a little bit mm -hmm. um involve her don't be like hey i want to do this like hey i thought we use the we word a lot i thought for us mm -hmm. this would be fun i thought yeah. we should try it. don't be don't use the word i because then yeah. she thinks it's about you wanting to do something. That's no, I am team. So you said, yeah, exactly. You said, so it's so a hold on, I'm trying to take notes. You said, um, <laughs> you said dabble in the conversation. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So like, make it about her, involve her, um, and also I, at personal experience, don't go and talk to the potential girl about it before you talk to your girl about it because do girls talk. And oh, that's yeah. not a good situation to be in. So talk to your girl first before you start trying to involve other people. Mm -hmm. um and like kind of like from poor communicate just you know make sure you tell her why you want to do this what like how it's not because you're going to excuse cheat on her it's that you want a new experience you want her to have fun too you want mm -hmm. it to be something new for both of you so i feel like just making it about the unit as opposed to making it seem like it's just something you want to do will it help mm, that's interesting JT? Uh, yeah like for me i hear what both of you said to me the best route is for almost like inception it's an insect exception you need to plant the idea in her head you need to let her come up yeah. with the idea and like if she's the one that brings it up but you like you know kind of pushed her into it without ever you the words of you actually asking for it never coming out of your mouth and her recommending it is the best case scenario i think in I, my I, opinion that's not a bad one. Like just basically I mean, like come home with an art piece that with a you know two I girls mean, and a guy you, and just don't, you rent don't wild things. 
you write a yeah. decent proposal. Yeah. Wild Things is a good choice. <laughs> yeah, Wild <laughs> Things is a great choice. That's a, good, you, that's you, a great you, movie. That's a great any, movie. Any yeah, Sean gotta, Penn movie? Yeah, any Sean Penn. You got to put the situation there. Black Swan, anything with some girl on girl. Get that. Get something towards that. And, you know, without you actually coming out and being like, you know what, we should do threesome. You just want to inception the idea into her. Let her be like, have you ever thought about threesome? You're like, no, I didn't, but would you be open yeah. to that? And then you just ride that wave and do whatever you yeah. need to do to close the deal. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a reverse psychology in a lot of ways too. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're conning anybody into things. It's just like there's a, there's a certain feel that you know when you can pop a question like that. You know, mm-hmm. or yeah. just like you said, just if, and if the girl brings it up first, I mean, forget about it. I knew a dude the one time, the girl was like dying to have a threesome and the guy wouldn't do it. I go, you sure you, you sure you like chicks, dude? Like, what's the deal here? Not that there's anything wrong with not liking chicks. But when you, when you, when you say like that, I'm like, dude, what do you, what do you, what's your concerns to you? Like, yeah, like, well, she likes the girl better. And then like, so, so what? <laughs> But he's like, I love her. I, you know, what if I want to marry her? I'm like, and she leaves me for a chick. I go, those are the chances you have to take. Because mm-hmm. if you don't do it, her and that girl are going to find somebody else who will. And that always That's happens. Always true. That's you, always you true. You have to fulfill a girl's needs if she's asking for it, especially if she's blatantly asking for something like a threesome, which is not a lot of work, not a, a lot of work for a lot of people. Now, I did some study. It's like 85% of the time, the girl does not want to do it, you know? The guy, I think it's like 94% of the time that he, he, he wants to do it. So that's a really big difference. Now, there's also a kind of thing where you can do like a Seinfeld episode where you can just, if you want to break up with the girl and don't know how to do it, just ask her for a threesome straight up, like right out the gate. If you don't want to just say like, hey, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Ask for a threesome to see if you can get it at least before she's going to break up with you when you ask him. I like this move. Yeah. I like this move. Um, I'm going to take away a few things from this conversation. Uh, the most important one is that Kelsey's idea obviously takes way too much time and way too much work. Um, it's more successful. Maybe. Sure. I'm going to go with, long, I'm going to go with the cocaine part. I think the cocaine yeah. part is the way to go. Um, I, I think, I think, I think, yeah. I think cocaine, yeah. alcohol, and just straight up mental manipulation is the way to go across the board. Guys, out there in the chat, I'm trying to tell you something. I am thinking about this right now, and this is 100% a flawless plan. Okay, so yeah. uh, take everything that I'm saying absolutely seriously and go and do that, okay? And you will find success. I think you might be right. I mean, there's a, there's a little morsel that, like I said, it's all personality-based. Uh, you're, you're able to put somebody in the right headspace for something like this, like JT said, or a little bit of your stuff, a little bit of Delta stuff, a little bit of JT stuff, and a little bit of my stuff. I think you can, it's the perfect formula for to acquiring a threesome, which is uh, definitely an, an acquiring thing. Uh, and you, you know, you put it under your belt, you know, but, and don't, but don't ever go to a girl and say, it's like a bucket list thing for you. Cause that's like a pressure thing. And you don't want to put pressure on something that somebody on somebody that they don't want to do just, just to satisfy you. That's not really, cause then to me, that's not, that's like, you know, paying for a hooker threesome. Like my buddy's like, yeah, I've been a bunch of threesomes. I'm like, yeah, but how many of them were free? You know? And he's like, well, you know, what's, what's really free. You got to take a girl to dinner anyway. And this, that, and the other thing and, or buy her drugs or this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, no, if you're paying like two girls who have no idea who the fuck you are, I don't really consider that a threesome. You know what I mean? 
A threesome is when like somehow you get into the mix. You're at a bowling alley with your girlfriend and some hot girls over there, you know, throwing the bowling ball and she's by herself staring at you. Then you lay eye contact, make some comments about, you know, they got a lot of balls here, this, that, and the other thing. Get your girl on the mix, you know, spot the like that girl. Look at that girl over there bowling. She sucks. Next thing you know, she's hot. Next thing you know, she's bowling in your lane. Next thing she's bowling in your bed with you and your girlfriend. Yeah, I, I think it's very much a privilege and an honor. It's very similar to the queen knighting somebody. Uh, you don't go to the queen and be like, I would like to be knighted. Yeah. You get the opportunity. She's like, would you like to be knighted? You bend the <laughs> knee and you take advantage of it. Right. You, you know, It's not something you demand or go after, really. It's something you kind of just get bestowed upon you if you're lucky enough to be one of those people. Right. Unless, of course, you have cocaine. Yeah. And there's Broadway flavor here. He's like the best ones are the random ones. And he's 100% right. In high school, he said he was popular. Two freaky chicks at our school in my crib. I wasn't expecting it. We were all laying in the bed and poof, he entered the Gucci-verse. And that is, that's, another, that's another way to enter the Gucci-verse, things like that. And I've always said random things are the best. I was talking with the home Justin Hamilton the other day, and we were talking about that boating accident or the boating thing when those people were flying by. Mm-hmm. I go, you know, it's, I, I wanted to see your top fly off because the best, the best thing is surprise breast, like I said, rather than ones that you know you're going to see. So mm. to you know, combat what Broadway flavor, Broadway flavor here is saying, just a random th- falling upon a threesome, legendary stuff. I mean, there's, he probably had coke under his yeah. bed that he didn't know about that his brother left. But I mean, other than that, you know, good for him. <clears throat> yeah, I, I actually, I actually have a real threesome story though. Like I actually did, and and pretty much I was I was in school, and then we went to this party, and there was just like these two girls, and like I was just hanging out with them, and I just kind of did like they were thoroughly intoxicated. I'm not going to say they weren't. Yeah. I just put my arms around them like this, and I was just like talking to one, and I got really close to her face, and I talked to her, and then I pivoted real fast. She went and started kissing on my neck, and then I pivot, and then the other one, same thing, boom boom. Next thing you know. I'm in the back of a Nissan hatchback Versa, man. You know? Oh, a threesome and a hatchback? Bro. Damn. It was very tight. It was very tight. <laughs> I bet yeah, it was. I don't know if there's enough room. Which one really, of them? Uh, tight as in space yeah, and crazy. It's not it. like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was about I to know. say, which one of them? <laughs> hey. Uh, Jake Yacoveta uh, said in the Streamlabs. Uh, shout, hey, shout out to the homie Jake. Uh, he yep. said, Kelsey might seem innocent, but she can tell y'all about some shit. Listen. I know, and that's and she's getting it that's there. That's why she's not like here. Well, that's what I was going to ask uh, Kelsey before we go into our. I mean, this is my own lab. Uh, you sell sex toys. It's one of my jobs, oh. and lubes and things. Yeah, that's fascinating stuff. I'm sure the business is booming right now with COVID. People can't go out; they're buying everything. My buddy just texted me. Uh, he's like, "Ask Kelsey if she has a real doll with brown hair, brown eyes, C cups." that is programmed to talk dirty <laughs> asking for a friend mm, we don't have any robots unfortunately just lots of vibrators and butt plugs and things like that so oh wow, can i ask you a question is there yes. like a um like a t-model ford type of kind of like female pleasure that's just like if you're going to go in for one tool this is the best chance <laughs> of just getting the job done kind of like an Excalibur almost mm-hmm. of, you know, female toys. And is it called yeah, like Excalibur? Like a 357 Magnum, yeah. Are you talking more for solo or with a partner? 
solo, I, right? I want to, like, what's <laughs> the Al Yeah, like, well, I guess we'll do both. What's the Allen wrench of the Swiss Army knife? <laughs> yeah. Of, uh, <laughs> like, the one that'll just get the job done. Okay, well, for like, solo. It, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be, you know, crazy, but right you down in the come master 15,000. Like, which one is that? <laughs> Uh, in the affordable price range, most women can afford one of the best. It's uh, when it's they used to be called the rabbits. They don't really look like a rabbit yeah, anymore. Yes, uh, where it, they don't really vibrator. They, they vibrate on the inside, and then there's also the front that goes around the clitoris. The best ones are they can be programmed differently, so you can mm -hmm. like program how powerful one is and the other separately. Wow. Um, there's also some that only work when you touch them, and they don't work when you don't touch them. So therefore, if there's mm. people who might walk in, and you have the vibrator, and they come in, you can pull it out, and it'll just stop working. You don't have to like push buttons mm. and things. Those are kind of nice for solo stuff. With a partner, there are uh, various like cock rings you can get. And one thing that's kind of cool about a cock ring is you vibrate as well. So you're both getting to feel the vibrations. Uh, it hits for clitoris if you put it yeah. the right way. I have a couple uh, of them. Some that wrap around yeah. the shaft and around the scrotum. So then you actually get some scrotal pleasure. I don't think I'd well. like that because when I go on jet skis and ATVs, <laughs> they vibrate like crazy and I find it very uncomfortable. So, so doesn't give me any yeah. pleasure. So Kelsey, you here? Like, do you sell these online? Do you have a yes. website? I have a website. Oh, it's okay. PureRomance.com/slash my name Kelsey Kirkland. Wow, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, do this. Do you, should, do you like go. sign each one? <laughs> yeah. No, unfortunately, it gets shipped directly from the warehouse. But uh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I used to live across the street from the Pleasure Chest and go to a lot of like seminars they had there, and sometimes I was the only guy, but. The girls started knowing me. They're like, "Oh yeah, he's not a creep. He's just he's just there." I had to go back a little bit in the chat. Jake Yacovetta, he 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 wants me to ask uh, ask you, Kelsey, about your presentation that you made about the clitoris. <laughs> do you want me to do my presentation about the clitoris? If I mean, I mean what did you do? Like, what did you do? Like a, a PowerPoint, a PowerPoint thing? No, it's just a it's like a question, and then I say something. I can do it real quick. Sure. Okay, hold on. Is there like a puppet? <laughs> <laughs> like a clitoris puppet? Yeah. Okay. Where's Clitty? Yeah. Like, kind of fun. Here's where you're better. Talk. Okay. This is very fascinating stuff right here. I'm very excited. I'm back in, I feel like I'm back in high school. Yeah, I'm very interested in this right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's like So it doesn't look like anything really, but is a diagram. Which of these three things is the clitoris? I see a butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. I see like yeah. a remember I see I see Baymax from that one movie. Two, three. Yeah, one, two, or three. That it which would one? Be... It's the you have to lift the, the hood clitoris. up. You have to lift the hood up and it's the, it's like where one is. You have to lift the hood up. Oh. The, the correct answer is all of it. Okay, oh, damn. <laughs> oh, oh. The clitoris oh. is a I got lot larger set than up, guys. God damn. Wow. <laughs> uh what you think is the clitoris is actually called the glands. It is the most sensitive part of the clitoris, but it actually goes around the entrance of the vagina. And it's about this big, and there's two sets, and they actually become erect upon arousal, so you can know your girl's turn on if she suddenly gets really hard right there. Wow. So, yep. So if she's really squishy and not wet and stuff like that, she's not aroused, so that's one way you can kind of tell if you're doing things correctly, is she will actually firm up because she gets erect. And mm. that whole area is sensitive. So like even if you are like stimulating, let's say like this is the top of the vagina, like down here, it's very mm -hmm. sensitive there, and she'll feel it, and it's pleasurable. So you don't just have to focus on the little bean sized part. Incredible, incredible stuff, incredible. Mm. I'm very disappointed <laughs> myself right now, guys. You have no idea. Yeah, no yeah. Idea. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, ninety five percent of the men do not know that. Probably ninety nine percent. Most no. don't. So. 
Yeah. yeah. See, that's one thing. Like, these are questions that well, actually most women don't either. That's another quick tip. Ladies, learn about your body. Introducing but... our uh, next <laughs> spinoff show, Ask Kelsey. Where you yeah. Can, uh... I mean, I think that's encouraging news. Before, it was like, uh, you know, you had a small target. Like, the, when you're going down to Death Star, you just had yeah. to <laughs> ride through, <laughs> ride yeah, through be, the walls and hit the, hit the yeah. bean. But now yeah. it's like... You can just say it anywhere. It's opened up a whole new horizon. Yeah. Hopefully, the guy that uh, gave that question earlier is uh, has saw that diagram, and uh, if he's yeah. still fucking up, then uh, he should just probably off himself. You know. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, that's pretty amazing stuff. Not off himself, off the not off the planet. You know, just like out of the mix of like dating girls. Hey guys, we only got about 10, 15 more minutes after we'll be taking that stream last question. So send those in now before we uh, finish that up. But getting into our next question of the night. Dear Gucci, since HBO Max has been out, I've been binging Fresh Prince since I never saw it as a kid. The show was already over when I was coming of age. My question to you is, what TV shows did you watch growing up? Hmm. I mean, I'm excited you know, for this one. All in the Family, uh, they were on reruns by the time that, but I, I still dug it. If he's yeah. talking about something that was playing proper, I mean, I liked... I mean, I mean, Tom, you and I were big Seinfeld fans. Huge Seinfeld fans. I mean, I, you yeah. know, took Josh McCuga to the limit with, uh, <laughs> you know, in, in a trivia match. Seinfeld, no question about it. Uh, I used to like the Munsters, you know. Once again, I was, it was all run out repeats. I didn't see them live. Um, mm -hmm. All in the fan, Three's Company was one of my favorites. Uh, I really dug, like, the sexual innuendos of it all and how, you know, they had uh, – you know, it was Jack living with two chicks uh, under the the pretenses that he the only that he was gay, and just it was it was groundbreaking show back in those days. I mean, now they do it every fucking five minutes, but back in those days, it was pretty fantastic stuff. Totally groundbreaking and made a ton of money, uh, and one of the best shows on the air for years and years. Now, I feel sorry for people growing up in in certain eras. The, the TV shows, unless they're watching old ones, aren't getting what they used to get back in those days because you could pretty much say anything on TV, and it was and, and it was great, and there was and it was nobody uh, you know canceling you for saying anything crazy and uh, the whole shebang. Uh, but yeah, I mean Seinfeld, Three's Company, The Munsters, Fresh Prince was a good show. I mean I'm not gonna lie, I watched it. Um, uh, Married with Children. Uh, yes, those are, the, those are the kind of shows that kind of shape. Shape a lot of good comedy and uh, fearless comedy, and I don't think you see that anymore on TV. Yeah, if, you, if you're in the chat right now, while, while we're talking about this, drop some of the TV shows that you used to watch. I already see a few. JDM 32, 32, 32. He said Little Bobby and the Juice. Oh yeah, definitely something you should watch. Definitely something that's you should the, watch. That's the show. Broad, Broadway <laughs> flavor saying Monday Night Raw, uh, and then also 32, 32, 32 is saying early SNL. Yeah, I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, like I said, <clears throat> back in the '90s, I was mainly watching a bunch of cartoons. So like, mm -hmm. Ninja, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Batman animated series, Hey Arnold, Doug. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was I was watching all those things. So when I think about TV shows I was watching growing up, I think about that. Fresh Prince was one of them. Fresh Prince, yeah. Martin. No um, question. Oh, Martin too. Man. Yeah, Martin. Roscoe Roscoe was my favorite. Yeah. So so that's and, kind and of Jerome. The player, from the, Himalaya, the player from the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, brother yeah, man, Tracy. That's Tracy Morgan. Brother man, bro man, Tracy Morgan. Brother man wasn't Tracy Morgan. 
No way. No, no, I was in Tracy Morgan. No, no, Bro Man wasn't yeah. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan hustle was Man. Hustle, yeah. hustle Man was Tracy Morgan. Hustle Man, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brother Man would. Bro man I don't think he was film. anybody. He, he, was saw, he, he was selling bootleg Whitney Houston uh, shirts and it said Whitney Houston yeah. on it or something. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, for me, like, I got to say, The Simpsons were huge. Right. I think a lot of my humor and just growing up when The Simpsons were like at their best, I stopped watching like after late nineties after like season 10, mm-hmm. it was no longer Simpsons, the Simpsons I grew up with. Uh, so I think Simpsons for me is probably one of the most influential, but yeah, Fresh Prince, Martin, Married with Children, of course, mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Uh, those are the ones that really come to mind as far as like when I was growing up. Yeah. Half hour sitcoms for sure. Somebody in the chat says Wayne's brothers. You know what? The Wayne's brothers was a very yeah. underrated never, comedy. I dug it. I, never I used to watch it, it all. It was on, it was on Sundays at like, six o'clock really? or something like that yeah, it was a very odd time slot yeah but it was very very funny they they crushed it it was a very underrated show so was the jamie fox show it wasn't bad either jamie fox, wasn't that's, bad that's either. when i realized jamie fox was like a triple threat oh my god yeah and yeah. living color and you know all these other shows you know oh living color yeah fantastic stuff really funny stuff they don't do that shit anymore yeah it's a whack-ass episode of saturday night live on that shit is dumb yeah, I, I see right now people talking about Batman Beyond, Ed, Ed and Eddie, uh, mm-hmm. the early seasons of SpongeBob, uh, X Men the animated series. Yeah, X-Men, yeah that was one that. of the ones I was gonna say. The the, yeah. the, the, the Boondocks. Someone saying Soul Train. That's that's a little that's a little early for me. Yeah. <laughs> my well, wife one and of mine kids. is I Love Lucy, and that's a little bit before my time. I love I Lucy. Leave it, leave it, to, leave it to Beaver. Yep, all the Nick at Night show. I that was yeah. my jam. Yeah, those were great. Aqua Teen yeah. Hunger Force, yeah, yeah. I, I'm re- I'm reading what you guys are putting down in the chat right now. I mean, like, like, the to me, like I said, the '90s was 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 my was, mm-hmm. was my era of, mm-hmm. of TV, and, and like I said, I was just a cartoon junkie. That that's really all it was. But like the old X Men, the X Men series that they came out with, the Spider Man series that came out with, mm-hmm. uh, those those were right up in uh, my. I, and I mean, I know it's, you, you can't say his name, but like I, I even used to watch like the Bill Cosby show. Grown, grown, <laughs> growing hey, listen, up. everybody did, bro. Yeah, everybody Bill, would watch Bill Cosby. Yeah. Bill Cosby show. Yeah. Full, yeah, full, they all did. Like Full House, uh, Family Matters, you know. Uh, step by step, all those shows. Yeah, man. It, it was. I, shit, I was even a Power Rangers kid, man. I, was, I grew up on that shit. For but, sure. What about you, Kelsey? I. Well, I liked that Nick and Knight was my big thing. I was also into all those anime shows, Batman animated series, X-Men, things like that. Mm-hmm. I was also a rebellious child, so I'd watch like Sex in the City and things like that mm-hmm. on HBO. I'd plug in my headphones mm-hmm. in my room and hope my parents didn't come mm-hmm. in and see what I was watching. So I watched that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used to love Don't sneaking some too. good HBO shows in there, like yeah. Spawn, oh, yeah. Spawn the animated series. Oh, that was good. And if you guys remember Arliss. Yeah, Arliss. <laughs> Arliss and Dream On, I think it was Dream called. On was a great Dream On yeah. was a great show. Those were some great HBO R rated shows that I wasn't yep. supposed to be watching. But mm-hmm. I was watching. Yeah. Oh yeah, those were the best. <laughs> uh, uh, Stallone appeared on episode of Dream On, by the way. Did he? He did. He actually did. Oh shit. You know, I'm surprised no one said like friends. You know, I, I, not I, I wasn't really a friends guy. guy. I'm not a friends person either. Like I said, I think you had to choose sides between friends and Seinfeld around that time. Uh, kind of sure. Ferris, you, you Ferris is saying the wire, bro. You watched that when you was growing up. How young are you? <laughs> well, I mean that, that's an influential show too. Yeah, I mean, amazing show. You know, I mean most of these shows. I was I mean, eight I years old watching Friends. I mean watching The Wire though. Like, yeah, he can't have shit. <laughs> yeah, but he might have been watching it when he was like seven or eight. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's transition to the. Oh, he said Justin Hamilton saying late night Skinamax. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. Honestly, I watch that stuff. Oh, yeah. Real sex Manuel, on HBO. BTS Manuel, Dark. Space, <laughs> Red Shoe Diaries. I, I watch yeah, all that. Taxi Cab Confessions. Taxi Cab Confessions. Hose down. Yep. I was about to transition, but someone said the Steve Harvey show. That was probably one of my favorite shows growing up. It's a good show too. It's a good show too. That show worked it was, as well. It's a Steve Harvey show, but it was a right. different kind of comedy with situational comedies back then. It's it's whack now. Yeah, man. Uh, so let's transition too, for Paul Denuzio. Cheers, of course, of course. Cheers, yeah. Cheers, cheers. Uh, yep. Transition over to the next question, dear Gucci. What are your thoughts on PEDs, performance enhancing drugs in sports and in the bedroom? Ow, ow. I heard that blue chew is highly recommended. Thanks. Oh, wow. I. Uh, Good question. What is blue I'm, chew? Is I guess it's like, yeah, it's like Viagra gum or something. Oh, I've never heard of that. I mean, I, who knows? I think that's what it is. I mean, obviously. Uh, I have no problem with either one of them. I, uh, you know, if I knew about doing steroids back in, I should have did steroids back in high school and uh, college. I would probably would, I'd probably have been an uh, NBA player. I'm not an NBA player, MLB player. Um, I have no problem with it, man. Whatever, t- whatever it takes to get you to the next level. Um Look, I mean, you know, when baseball was done, the shit baseball might need to put pump steroids back in to get it back after all these labor disputes. But I mean, the way I see it, um, it helped baseball back, you know, after with that strike with McGuire and Sosa. Um, and I've always had this theory on steroids, you know, it's you just don't abuse them. I mean, and it's not it's not terrible for you. I mean, I've never personally did it either one of those things because I, I don't have that uh, you know problem. But I mean, you know, look, some people abuse these things and, and it's not really good for you, but whatever it takes to make you better. But look, if everybody was on steroids, which everybody was in cycling, in baseball, basketball, you really don't need it. Football, people are probably still on steroids, wrestling, things like that. It's if everybody's on it and, you know, you're just the best at it, like Barry Bonds or Lance Armstrong, then so be it. You know what I mean? Um well- Mm. <laughs> here's where i'll disagree with you a little bit tom uh I, there's a weird divide when it comes to peds for me there's one thing when you're like using peds to go from barry bonds who's like a skinny dude who's athletic mm-hmm. to barry bonds i'm gonna hit home runs left and right and he's like right. comes back you later and he's jacked to yeah. me that is the kind of ped where you are just using it to put on muscle right uh the, the peds i don't really have issues with is when Kevin Durant tears the ACL, right? Or somebody you know, you know, has to have yeah, back to help surgery. you back quicker, yeah. Yeah, and they're using like HGH and these mm-hmm. things to rebuild your cells. To me, you're just getting your body back to where it needs to be to be competitive, right? Uh, and anything, anything that will help you heal or put an extra couple of years onto your career as an athlete, I think should be okay. It's when you start, like you said, Lance. You start having blood transfusions. You're yeah, literally was, changing yeah. the oil before yes. a race to <laughs> yes. get somebody else's blood. That's when I'm like, okay, that's another level. So right. to me, of course, there's two different levels. But at one point, 95% of cycling was cheating because it was you. you could, yeah. it, it wasn't really technically outlawed, and it was like mm-hmm. you know everybody knew they everybody knows they were doing it. So it was just like Lance was the best at doing it, which was the mm-hmm. issue. So. I mean, plus the dude had like, you know, I, I think it was like, what do you have, like 50 tumors in his body at one point? So he, I think he used regular steroids to eradicate them. And then, you know, I'm not sticking up for Lance Armstrong at any point, but uh, if everybody else is doing it, and next thing you know, like I said, Brady Anderson from the Orioles has 
five home runs the one year, then 50 the next. I mean, clearly something's up. You know what I mean? You just don't become a, a, a better hitter over one year. It, I got real defensive because I heard Brady. Brady. But yeah, of course. Well, of course. I was like, like whoa, whoa, where are we going? Whoa. The way where I are we going? It. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but no, okay. You're talking about way, visually. Right. But the way I see it, it's like, I think you get to a point where it's like, look, uh, if everybody's on it, I mean, Barry Bonds was a, a fantastic possible Hall of Fame baseball player before steroids. Um, I think if you're somebody who doesn't do it and then you see somebody get a 12-year, $175 million contract because they're doing steroids, they're just hitting the ball hard and just doing that. And look, steroids is not going to help you hit the find the, uh, the bat, hit the ball. Mm-hmm. It just makes your eye quicker. You, you get, uh, you're stronger, you're, you're faster, you heal faster. Yeah, is it is it a, is it a uh, an advantage? Sure it is. Sure it is at times, but and that's why pitchers were getting destroyed because these batters were just hitting the ball out out of the, you know. Plus with juice ball too, it, was, it became an issue. Um, I think it's uh, I think it I think people are still doing it. They're just finding new ways to do it. You know, they're putting this stuff this clear stuff on, and there's so many guys who are developing these steroids that are undetectable nowadays. You see some people who'd be like, "Yo, this dude's got to be on steroids," and half the time they're just not. And then half the time they are. So I don't know. I, I just think, you know, it ran rampant and uh, it did. I think it helped baseball. Like you said, one of the guy in the comments section was like, yes, the home run, the, it brought baseball back. So regardless of how you want to look at steroids, it, 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 with, if you're a person or, or a, you know, a major league a franchise, uh, it works sometimes and it doesn't, you know. And I, I tend what, to agree what, with you, like if it runs rampant to the point where it's like it's throughout the whole system then that's on the organization to tighten their ship Mm -hmm. and, you know, get under control that like with Lance and all them, everyone was doing it. So like he had to do it just to compete. That would be like telling a wrestler in the eighties, not to do cocaine, right. Do a show (laughs) day after he did his show. Right. It's at that point you need it just to keep going. Right. But uh, nowadays with where we're at, it's just Mm -hmm. so much harder. It's not as rampant as it was back then. Right, hey, I agree. So, so there's one part. So I do. Let me let me shout out a few people right now. So Justin Hamilton, he was saying, I repeat, do not take Bluetooth and enter the Gucci verse at the same time. It can get crazy. <laughs> uh, Broadway Flavor is saying, PD with baseball made the sport fun. Remember the home run record? It was entertaining. Uh, JJ Pats, uh, uh, I think I believe that's Joaquin. He was uh, a salute to the Action Army. If the batters are taking, let the pitchers take it too. Level the whole damn field. Um, the one part of that question I kind of want to get to that I think that we didn't talk about too much is our, our taking like the, the the performance enhancers in the bedroom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Kelsey, you could uh, yeah, go go with that, Kelsey. All right. That's my thoughts on it too. Sex is supposed to be fun. Whatever you have to do to make it more fun for you and your partner, do it. If that means taking Blue Chew or Viagra, do it. Women, if you need to use tingling gels, vaginal tighteners, booty ease, and things like that, just do it. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong if you want a booty ease. It's fun. Anyway, wow. like, just do it. There's nothing wrong right. with it. It's fun. It adds, yeah. it's experimental. Just just do it. Don't be scared. Have fun. Be safe. Don't overuse it. And you're good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, I think, you know, uh, the one time I went to uh, the doctor for something else and I was like, and they were giving away free uh, Viagra uh, samples. And I'm like, fuck it. Let me just, let me take one. Why not? And I'd be like, yeah, I'll take that. Whatever. See how it goes. Um, I didn't, I didn't use it because I necessarily didn't think I, again, I had to, whatever. I had no problem with that. Um, but then you hear these stories. Oh yeah, I'm going for like six hours, but I'm like, bro, no girl wants to be on more. You know, they don't want that. 
they don't, they don't want to sit back. I mean, do you really want that? And especially if you're hard for six hours, you got to go to a fucking hospital, like, you know, or have a heart attack or whatever. I mean, I've dudes who died off that shit. Like, you don't really need it. Like I said, if you definitely have erectile dysfunction, yeah, you need that, you know, do it. I mean, obviously. But I mean, I don't know. I just never really felt that was something that, uh, you know, you needed so much, you know. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll try it one of these days, but I know a dude did. And uh, I mean, you know, you could send a chick to the hospital with that kind of shit. You're, you're out of your mind. He said he was, his heart was beating out of his chest. It was crazy style, you know. I'm just not into that kind of stuff. But I mean, everything else you said, I'm into. <laughs> or, I'm afraid my it. heart would explode. Like, yeah, I don't I know what it does to your body. Like, I, my family has a history of some heart problems. Like, I'm just not going to. I ain't gonna try. Ain't gonna dance in that arena. Yeah. Like, see, I'm different, man. I look at that as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I look at that like, let me take that shit. If my heart goes out, give it the fucking greatest nut of my whole life. Well, it was the worst way to die in the middle of sex. I mean, like, like bro, go during the most fun thing you could possibly be doing. You That's know, true. It's, it's <laughs> like it's like That's true. It's like fucking, a, 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 what's his name, Achilles and Troy. You gotta go to the biggest battle of your life. You might die, but goddamn, yeah. it'll be legendary. But yeah, you're get talking in there, about man. like a you're now, get in you're there. saying a one on one match. You're saying one on one it might take the bill. Now if I'm going to Dan Lazarian's there. party in, in Vegas for a weekend, then I'm like, okay, yeah, I might, might need to equipped. yeah, you might I might need to take it yeah. to another level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that that's when I would probably go work. there. Right. For a one on one pop one, pop yeah. two. One on one, unless it's with like Sophie or Sama Hayek or something. Like yeah. and I don't want it to end. Yeah, when you know you gotta super perform. Exactly. exactly. If you're scared, like, go to church, man. Just yeah. straight up. Gotta gotta pop it. Gotta gotta do it. You know? never like listen, listen, here's the thing, man. If I if I do that shit and I give out, but I give if man, if I bust the hardest nut of my whole fucking life, and like I granted, I might scar this girl for life if I die on top of her doing it. But yeah. she'll be like, yo, this man died, but god damn it, did yeah. he not give he me went hard. Bro, he, he, went he wouldn't. Like, my name, my name will forever be He's remembered with that girl. I don't know, man. Fucking legendary, man. If I'm that guy who's in bed with her next week and I'm just like, I'm good. What's the point of living if you can't, <laughs> but I'm still here. If you can't leave a mark? Yeah. <laughs> He's dead. I'm here. Go what's, make me a sandwich. What's the but point then, of yeah, living? Yeah, but then Larry, they're going to expect that all the time. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah, what if you live? You want to be living all the time, bro. Yeah, you, you don't climb Everest. Yeah. You yeah. Everest. And, and, you can't yeah. climb a hill every day. In, in the words of 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 uh of of pops, if you win some, you lose some, but you live to find another day. I just go. I just try it again. You know, if yeah. I if, if I survived one, I'm taking two next time. Yeah. If I do two, I'm doing three. I'm just gonna keep doubling down. Double it down. Just double it down, bro. I'm with it though. I'm I'm with it, be safe. Be safe, yeah. but hey, have fun. Hey, yeah. hey Joaquin, just, Joaquin just donated. Uh, he said, I had a Brazilian friends with benefits, an older woman, long story short. I cut a blue pill in four pieces and took one to make a good first impression. If it helps, I don't know. But in my mind, for those two hours, I was Superman. That's there what I'm go. saying, bro. Oh, there you go. Saving That's lives. Good. I mean, if we're talking a sugar mama situation, then I also totally understand that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got money, and you gotta perform to get that gotta money. Then that's a different thing. Gotta get that's it. just like that's just like taking drugs to hit the ball. You know, do what you gotta do. Yeah, be like you gotta make this happen. Hey, I gotta cool. sign that contract. Hey, we're uh, we're we're heading into our last question. Hey, for all the patrons out there, we're gonna do a little Patreon Zoom session too. And like I said, you can get down on this also if you go ahead and subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, we we always do random uh, Patreon meetings with our guys. Like I said. 
I've joined a lot of people's Patreons. This man really just wants to hang out and get a chance to talk to you guys. So all the Patreon members, uh, stand by after the show. I'm going to be dropping a link in our chat, and uh, you can come and join us after the show. But with that being said, into our last question. Dear Gucci, I heard you talk about making sure I come out stronger mentally and physically from this pandemic. My question is, how do I go about running a successful business? Ooh, I mean, that's a good one. Like I said, first and foremost, yes, you need to come out stronger uh, and faster and better out of this pandemic. There's no question about that. You have no excuse not to. Um, you know, I, I think you have to have the three essentials, you know, to run a successful business. You know, personality, product, and, uh, you know, and pizzazz. You know, there are certain things, you know, I've seen people with the best stuff and they just have no personality, you know and the best product or they have the best product and no personality. You know, there, you have to put those three things together and actually in an event to run a successful business. You know, you look at somebody like Kelsey here or, or, or myself, uh, or even, you know, JTE or you guys, or you Larry, it's like, no one's going to listen to you and want your shit. If you're just not a, a, a good person or, a, or energetic person or, I mean, yes, product does go a long way. I mean, if you're, you know, you're selling the blue chews and you're, you know, you, uh, you know, you cornered a market on blue chews. Yeah, that, that's an easy thing. Uh, or whether it's drugs, but even with drugs, though, I mean, you better have some good stuff if there's competition, you know. But people, you know, what I found is repeat customers come back uh, because of relationships and personality and just like it, it's an e it's just an easy transaction, you know. When you go to big places, like that's why I don't shop in like big places like Walmart and these other places. It's like there's no identity to those places, you know. I like going to small places and supporting small businesses, even if it's like the product isn't as great. At least the personality, I know I'm helping somebody uh, in, in, in that sort of way. And I think that goes with everything we do, especially in, in uh, you know this kind of generation or being a personality on the internet and stuff like that. Um, no one's gonna want your shit if you're putting out some bullshit, you know. Or if you're jumping on somebody else's back and just copying, and uh, it's, it's, that's come on, it's, that's I mean that's basically what it comes down to for the most part, personality and product, and just put yourself out there and be real about it, and you know don't lie, you know especially when you're selling something to somebody else for sure. Anybody else, Kelsey? I mean, yeah, how you run um, your business? Uh, especially like like my best having more knowledge than someone that does the same thing as you helps too. Like, there's a lot of people who do what I do. But I do the extra time researching, so I have more like information and statistics and facts instead of them being like, "Hey, this is a vibrator vibrates." It's like, right. "Hey, this stimulates this part of your body, increases mm -hmm. blood flow," and you're like you have more information. So they're like, "This girl clearly knows what she's talking about," as opposed to that girl who has, doesn't clearly know anything. I'm gonna go to right. her instead for the exact same thing. So just taking that extra step to really know what you're selling, I feel like mm -hmm. helps a lot. The knowledge of it all, yes, the knowledge of the product for sure. I'd agree with that as well. You know. I don't want to buy any cocaine from anybody. They're like, yeah, I don't know. I got this from the street corner over here. I don't know much in it. Like, we got work. this. This is from the Bolivian jungle. It's only been stepped on once with gasoline. You know, and then you're like, oh, shit, it's not bad. You got to run the stats, man. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, like I said, I, I never actually started my own business. Um, but I, when, I said, when I used to sell cars, which pretty much was all me, just that's, that was my own little thing. When I would sell cars, man, like I had to know my, I had to know my product. I had my mm -hmm. inventory. I didn't know my customers, mm -hmm. you know. And if I just sat around, I was just like all kind of uh, 
you know, not enthusiastic about the shit. Like, man, I could lose my, my, I could lose my money, you know? So, mm-hmm. so like, sure. kind of what Kelsey's talking about, you know, you gotta become a wordsmith. You gotta, you gotta be, mm-hmm. when that person's talking to you for, for that hour and a half, you gotta make them feel like your best friend, your brother, your family member, your fucking everything, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And, 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 and that's how you do it. And it's all consistent. I mean, I'm yeah. shit. I, I, I have, I have like a 25 day work month, but I want to work 31 days a month. You know, yeah. uh, you know, every single day, I, if my customer said, well, you know, I'm going to come back tomorrow and tomorrow's my day off. What time are you going to be here? I'll show up. Yeah. You know, what, whatever, persistence. whatever persistence you have to too. do. Persistence always works. Whatever I have to do to, 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 to make that bag, you know, you got to get that bag. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah, that's, that's facts right there. That's for sure. Yeah, I would say, you know, building relationships with your customers is definitely important. Depending, but it's so hard because you don't know exactly what kind of business they're running. Um, but I do feel like relationships like, Tom, you grew up, there was a butcher in your neighborhood. Hey, uh, yeah. Anthony, Anthony is going to cut me a quarter-inch steak. And <laughs> you go in there and he knows you. He knows what you are. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to cut this just for you. And here's mm-hmm. a little something extra for your ma. Here's you know, some extra hamburger and beef or something like that. Like, to me, like, those were relationships that, keep coming you keep coming back because you feel like you have a relationship with that person or if you go to a barber and you know you guys just shoot the shit and you know what you're yeah. talking about um it's passion i think passion is a big part of it not just mm-hmm. being passionate about your job but know like kelsey says knowing what you're talking about mm-hmm. and not make if you make if you come off like it's not your job those people will trust you more and they'll be on the same page with you you're like this guy when you go to a place to buy a car, like Larry, you're a car salesman. The last thing you want to do is get some guy who looks like he's miserable working mm-hmm. at this car dealership and yeah. just trying to like get to the next sale and make sure you go, if you come to a guy who looks like he really enjoys his job, looks like he's actually there to just help you and really wants to get you in the best car possible. I think that's the best thing you can do is just yeah, of course. And, I, and have a relationship with your customers. No, I totally, I totally agree with that. And the thing is like going into, but there's an opposite side of that. And it's not the person's business, but it's like, say if you do go into your, you got, you, you get something from a store, you use it for a while, it's beat up and you want to return it. You know, mm-hmm. the opposite is you go into a place like a Walmart or something like that and find the person who least cares about working there. Mm-hmm. And that's the person who will take that item back without even thinking twice. So sometimes you go into those places and you're waiting online and then they're like, next up, I'll be like, no, no, go, you get, you go ahead, you go ahead. Cause I'll Mm -hmm. let them go to the person who cares about their job. Mm -hmm. But I see the person who doesn't and I'll wait for that one to open. They're like, oh, you're so nice by letting everybody buy. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not, that's not the reason (laughs) why. You're going to the person who doesn't care that you've been Mm -hmm. playing with this thing or using this item for months. And they're not even going to look at a receipt. Because they're just they're looking to get fired, so that's the always got to find your bitch in places like that. I say, yeah. like if you ever go to Target and there's no price tag, there's two mm-hmm. kind of different there's two different kind of people at the register. The one that will hit the intercom, be like, I need a price check, aisle four, yada yada. And there's mm-hmm. the customer who goes, How much did they say? And you make up a price three ninety nine. Yes, three ninety nine. There you go. That's, yeah, those there's two different kind of customers. That's called that finding registers. your bitch in a place yeah. like that. And it's the same exactly. thing when you're just in a, like there's tons of traffic and you're in and you're driving in the shoulder and you just wait for that one person to slip up boom there's your bitch you roll yeah. right in so it's like there's always somebody slipping you just got to figure you just look it in their face to see if they want to do it or not 
You know, hey, that, that's that's all facts. That's all facts. Well, hey, there's already people trying to get into this uh, this after party right here. Like I said, guys, it's not too late if you guys want to join. Uh, we do this shit pretty much after every fucking live show. So, um, yep. hey, I, I don't see why why you wouldn't want to do it. I think the the even the lowest tier is about two ninety nine. Uh, that's that's damn near like 50, 30 cents a day. You know, it's damn near free. So uh, just fucking hit that button. It's it's all good. But listen, we're wrapping up. Kelsey, you have been a delight. Yes, absolutely, Kelsey. Fantastic stuff. Great insight. Um, we were, d- were definitely going to have you on again. The insight was uh, invaluable, especially the, dr- the drawing of the female anatomy, which is... I have more uh, drawings I can do, too. <laughs> yeah, I might have you on for that. We definitely need it, clearly. Because uh, we don't know considering, shit. Yeah, considering we got all that wrong. Even with all the, the blue chews in the world, we, didn't, we couldn't have answered that. So, Thank so, you for so, having me. So, Kelsey, like I said, you're a member of the Call to Action podcast, uh, mm-hmm. very dominant force in this community. Where can people find mm-hmm. you? Where can people look for you? What do you What do you got going on for yourself? Yeah, you can find me on Call to Action podcast on um, bunches of different shows. We have a bunch of different things, all Schmodown related. So if you love Schmodown, please check us out. Um, you can find me at KelseyKids90 on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, if you are interested in buying things from my store, it's pureromance.com slash Kelsey Kirkland. Um, check it out. There's all kinds of cool things there. And I do have my own YouTube show uh, channel. It is my name, Kelsey Kirkland, and you just click on my face. I've been doing Harley Quinn related content. I am kind of reevaluating the shows at the moment. So I haven't put some stuff up for a couple weeks, but there should be some stuff soon. So I appreciate it if you subscribe. Awesome. You should uh, just do a show about uh, painting female anatomy or something like that. I'd watch yeah, that. I'm tempted now. I might yeah. just do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and, Hilarious. And, and JTE, always privileged to, to, to hang out with you. Um, where, where can yes. people find you, brother? Yeah, JT Movie Thinks on Twitter. Um, I still have a YouTube channel. Uh, I usually do it for movie reviews, but we haven't really had any movies. Although, yeah. I'm hearing really good things about Spike Lee's The Five Bloods, mm. uh, which is hitting Netflix this Friday. It's getting great reviews. And uh, Judd Apatow's new film, The King of Staten Island, is coming out. So I'm yep. thinking I'm probably going to finally jump on and do some reviews for those. Uh, again, one's VOD, one's on Netflix for everybody to watch. Uh, I really like Black, Black Klansman, uh, so I'm excited to see Spike Lee do a Vietnam, like, you know, period piece mm-hmm. with uh, Delroy Lindro, who's, like, an all-time great. I mean, Dead Presidents was the last time we got something like this. That yeah. Was, uh, Fuck that's movie. one of my favorite Hughes, Hughes Brothers movies of all time, or just favorite movies of all time, period, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so... So yeah, catch me on my channel. Yeah, uh, let's hope it. Uh, let's hope that one's not like Miracle and whatever that he did. On yeah, Saint Miracle Rio Santa. Or, you know, terrible, that was terrible. Not good. No, no, the reviews, the early reviews are really good on this one. So I might check it out. I might check it out. Well, well, before Gucci, before you close us out, remember, guys, this yeah. has been Ask Gucci. And if you ever want your uh, your questions to actually be uh, created to, to be on the show, remember you can send those into askbobbygucci at gmail dot com. Uh, mm-hmm. I know it's been a while since we've done one of these, so we definitely want some more questions to to, uh, to, to answer. We want to ask those questions. So send them in. That's BobbyJuicy at gmail.com. Uh, remember, right now we're, we're working off of Twitch, twitch.tv slash uh, the Gucciverse. Make sure you guys follow. Uh, yep. And uh, not not hopefully too uh, not too soon from now, or not too far away from now, uh, you can start to subscribe to the channel. That's what we're trying to work for right now, guys. And it all starts with you out there in the chat. And this has been one of the, like I said, we're, we're really enjoying this whole Twitch thing. And also, uh, you if... 
Tell your friends if they weren't able to make it to the live show, we will be putting these on YouTube as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Initiative. Please go over there. We're still trying to get to that 1,000 subscribers, guys. So so help us try to get there, try to push it. Uh, you can find me at the Panye West, but you really will find me working alongside this wonderful, wonderful bearded man right here. Uh, Love it. Gucci. We're building it. Close us on, buddy. Um, once again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Kelsey, fantastic stuff. JT, as always. Uh, L Payne, fantastic stuff as well. Uh, like I said, we're doing some really cool stuff in the Gucci verse, man. The Patreon is gonna really start doing some fantastic things that nobody else is doing. Um, shit, you know, I may talk for five hours when you get me on the horn once a month. Who knows? You know what I mean? It's it's an open format. Want to make it, uh, you know, trying to get a lot of voices out there that haven't been heard, putting some real people on the forefront. Uh, you know, who knows? Like I said, anybody could be the new nerd chronic. Anybody can be the new Larry Payne. You know what I mean? Anybody can be uh, Kelsey, JTE. Uh, a lot of these guys, and as I read these chats, you know, there's a lot of funny motherfuckers out there. Let's get, let's get your voice and everything out there. And the only way to do that is stay connected, jump on these shows, interact with us as much as possible, man. Uh, you know, the, even the Shugs, the Justin Hamiltons, the whole, the, you know, with PLDs and Jake, everybody. I mean, this is all a those guys show. are in the Patreon, by the way. Yeah, that's it's for fucking, sure. Fucking cool kids club, strange yeah, Wang. Man, I'm still cool. waiting to see your name pop up on yeah, that shit. Yeah, we need Wang to come through. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I mean, there's an opportunity for everybody. And uh, you know, the Gucci verse is going to try to make that happen for everybody. So when you start entering the Gucci verse, uh, we're all friends. All right, man. Thanks. Well, this has been episode four of Ask Gucci. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. And uh, Patreons, remember, uh, I dropped that link in our in our chat. So uh, we'll be there in a little bit. But as always, see you next time. Hey, Gucci.